prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. My name is Xander and uh, we are taking him uh, a week while we're waiting for bracket input to do a bit of a special episode for you. We're going to do a rhythm of retro. And when I say we, I've got friends with me. So let me go around the table here and introduce everybody. First up, uh, you know him, you tolerate him. No, I'm kidding. You love him. It's Craig WK. Uh, Great to be here, Xander. Thank you for coming. Uh, Making his debut on the Legend of Retro, a, uh, a new fixture in the Discord community, Johnny Riot. Hey, thanks for having me. Super oh. excited to be here. Of course, happy to have you. And uh, joining us again is our friend, Matrick on stage. Hello, everyone. So you might be wondering why I have you all gathered here. Just kidding, you all know, but the listeners are curious. We are doing a Rhythm of Retro, and I decided to be the biggest jerk in the world and say, hey, you know what we all like? Final Fantasy music. You know what I want you to do? Choose your favorites. That was easy. Yeah. So for the past, uh, what, two weeks, you guys have been agonizing over, I told you you could only pick five songs. So you needed to go through the, lo- this, the entire list of, of songs from the Final Fantasy universe and pick what you think are your five favorite songs. I took my daughter into surgery just to buy me that extra week. <laughs> she didn't yeah, need the I, operation. I'm just like, you know what, kid? I need another week. Just here, do something. I actually feel like that delay made it worse because I felt like I was studying for, like, the SATs. I, I, I don't want to rub it in, but I, I think maybe an hour before I sent my list to Xander, I sat down and was like, hey, here's some songs I like, and slapped them in a list and went, all right, good enough. Yeah, I feel like uh, Craig and I had a much easier time with this than the two of you, but... We also introduced you all in a specific order for that reason. Um, when we were trying to decide, you know, who goes, who goes what, who picks their song here, we did it in order by those of us who have played and finished the most Final Fantasy games. And I have played and finished the least amount, having only ever finished four, six, seven, nine, and Mystic Quest. So I'm at the bottom. Craig, what, what games have you finished? Oh, shoot. Let's see. It was one... Uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The uh, tactics, Mystic Quest. Uh, I think that was about it. Oh, we also counted Chrono Trigger because of Final Fantasy uh, Chronicles. Oh, uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, as I warned you, I'm too pedantic to allow that to slide. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no, it's yeah. I I I've beaten a fair amount, but not as many as Johnny and Matrix. Johnny, what, what's what's your uh, what's on your trophy wall? Oh man, uh, Final Fantasy one, two, four, five, six, seven. Pretty sure I finished eight. Never finished nine. Uh, finished ten. Twelve. Adventure on the Game Boy. Legend two. Legend three on the Game Boy. Tactics. And I'm just going to call it that because I'm just going to keep digging. Fair enough. And I'm assuming if, if it says Final Fantasy in the title, Matrick has finished it. 
Pretty much. Uh, except for Final Fantasy 13 3. I refuse to acknowledge its existence. Fair also, uh, the MMOs, I argue that nobody wins an MMO. Nobody beats an MMO. <laughs> the MMO beats you. Yeah, everybody just loses. Um, another uh, reason we brought specifically Matrick and Johnny on, Craig is here by obligation. Uh, Matrick, for as long as I've known him, has been a Final Fantasy fan. Uh, Johnny is currently in, in the midst of uh, streaming all the Final Fantasy titles here and there. He was doing it for, for a little bit. He's kind of hit a bump in the road. Final Fantasy 2 is a tough one to get through. But you've still been going strong every once in a while. And, uh, I decided to start skipping out of order. There's, there's no feasible way that I can play through the NES version of 2 and 3, um, given my current life. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, That's well... Fair. We, uh, we're, we're, we're delaying the rhythm part of the Rhythm of Retro episodes. So let's jump in. Uh, this is my number five pick. Um, I'm starting with Rose of May from Final Fantasy IX. Uh, all of these songs, with the exception of a, a couple, are composed, of course, by Nobu Ematsu, and we will discuss uh, other composers when and if we get there. So, again, Rose of May from Final Fantasy IX. a pretty tame one for me uh but i do i do enjoy that song quite a bit um beatrix from that uh, from final fantasy 9 is one of my favorite characters for that game so much so that uh when my daughter was born we had a hard time thinking of a girl name we were totally prepared to have a boy name 
And as we were trying to come up with different names, like, oh man, I was just playing, I had just finished Final Fantasy IX uh, maybe a month or so before. I was like, Beatrix is a cool name. It's a strong leader. It's a strong female name. Like, that's pretty sweet. And we ultimately obviously didn't go with that, but that's my uh, my little fake out tie to uh, Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> awesome song. It's yeah. uh, honestly, you get a lot of piano, I feel like, in the Final Fantasy IX soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this song does a really good job of sort of, you know, making it like fairly simple. Like you said, your choice was a, you know, a pretty tame one, but it's still a really beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And the light motif of, of Final Fantasy IX, where a lot of the themes are brought back and there, there are other versions of that song that are pretty great. And every time that song comes up, I'm like, oh yeah. Like when <clears throat> Beatrix has to fight and it's like a really intense version of that song, I absolutely love it. So, uh, but that's going to lead us to Craig's number five pick. How, do, how are you feeling? Uh, pretty great. Uh, so my number five pick is from Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, The Dark King. So this was not composed by Nobuo Yamatsu. Uh, it was instead composed by Ryuji Sasai and Yasuhiro Kawakami. It is the theme of the final boss of the game. So let's give it a listen. isn't super long or anything it's it, it's a fairly short boss fight because you you know cast cure on him and he dies uh but uh if you didn't ha- know that though the battle would take forever and so you know it's just uh and honestly you kind of want it to take forever because that song is amazing yeah i was gonna say i don't think i remember that because life three or just life just kind of takes him out <laughs> let me rephrase yeah, that i think you're if if you want to listen to the music, you use Cure. If you just want to win, then yeah, life, whatever. Well, let's be honest. If you're playing Mystic Quest, oh, I don't know, like almost 30 years after it came out, you're playing it for the music. So you're yes. going to use Cure. Or for those really sweet uh, enemy animations, since every enemy had like two to three forms. Final Boss had like five. It's ridiculous. So unnecessary. <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump over to Johnny Riot and his number five pick. What do you have for us, Johnny? Um, I will just say that it was really hard for me to throw this on my list, but I did it because I knew this game would get no love. Um, I am actually a fan of Final Fantasy 13 more than some other Final Fantasy games, and I get a lot of hate for it. 
that being said, I think this is my favorite song from the entire game. And uh, it's from one of my favorite characters. It's, uh, it's Snow's theme. This was from Final Fantasy Thirteen, as we mentioned. Nobu Ematsu did not work on this one. This was composed by Masashi Hamauzu. Yeah, and it was it was really hard to uh, to to pick some songs that weren't Ematsu, and that's one of the first things I wanted to do. And that song, though, it just it fits Snow's character really well, and it sounds like something you would just hear going on during an epic buildup in an anime. And I think that's why it stuck so well in my head. And that is, this is definitively Johnny's fifth favorite Final Fantasy song of all time. There's no take backs on this. Hey, that's, that's, uh, that's also what made making these lists very hard. I, I'm not going to be able to say it's my fifth, but I wanted to make sure I'd show uh, some songs I knew nobody else would. You've already said it's your fifth favorite song. Yeah, uh, that stands to it's reason that you forever. chose this fifth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also not choosing any more than one from a single title. <laughs> Otherwise, this would be nothing but Final Fantasy VI and Four Hour. <laughs> You're not, I mean, you're not wrong with a little bit of Final Fantasy IX thrown in for good measure. All right. The Grand Poobah himself, Metric, what's your number five pick? Again, so I went with uh, Boss ever. Battles. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, fifth best <laughs> Final Fantasy song ever is uh, the Boss Battle from uh, Final Fantasy XII. Um, I kind of gave myself some restrictions where I only went with mainline titles and only one song per game. So. This is still definitively the fifth best Final Fantasy song. Fair enough. Let's check it out.
So I love the fact that as soon as it kicked in, I was like, man, Final Fantasy XII, I know, I don't know a lot about it, but it takes place in Ivalis, and it sounds like it's from Tactics. Yep, that's the whole reason I picked that song. And uh... (laughs) turns out it was composed by Hitoshi Sakamoto, uh, Masaharu Iwata, uh, and Hayato Matsuo, two of those guys who were, you know, had worked on uh, the music for uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. That was a that was a big draw for that song. Was I I wasn't gonna pick something from Tactics, but I'm like I want something that sounds like Tactics, and I think that song nailed it. Yeah, like, no, that song would fit in a Final Fantasy Tactics battle. It, yeah, it absolutely would. It's basically almost as if it's just ripped straight out of Tactics. And what I'm really excited about with this uh, this lineup is knowing that you guys have played so many more Final Fantasy games than I have. I get to hear so much more music that I've never heard before. I I really enjoyed that track. But uh, jumping back to a track we're all pretty familiar with, uh, my next pick is from Final Fantasy IV, and I have to admit it took everything in my power to not pick a special version of this song. Uh, Instead, we're going to go with the the original, uh, Giat the Great King. could have had my way i would have absolutely chosen the celtic moon version of this song yeah the, oh, that's a good version i'm glad you brought that up sander final fantasy 4 not only does it have its original soundtrack uh it has uh the piano album mm-hmm. and then it has the celtic album it's so good yeah the celtic version is is phenomenal i absolutely love that version of the song and uh maybe i'll sneak it in who knows <laughs> that is that is that was my first Final Fantasy game, and uh, every every song in that game jumps out so so much that it was it was really hard. I almost chose that one. I almost submitted that one, and then I was I thought really hard because I, I knew at one point you said that you loved that song. I was like, I'm pretty sure that song's taken. Well, I appreciate your restraint. So that leads us next uh, up to Craig's number four pick. What's uh, what's your your next song for us? So following the Dark King. I choose from Final Fantasy VII, Birth of a God.
the light motif to Sephiroth's theme. Uh, you know, the the excitement in the fact that, you know, Genova, Genova has, you know, been buying enough time. Sephiroth is essentially being reborn as a god. Really cool. Love that theme. I feel like uh, I feel like I underrated that theme. I feel like I'm picking up on a theme uh, of Craig's picks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what makes I, you say I, that? I wasn't going to say it. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny, what's your number four of all time for Final Fantasy music's definitive no-take backsies? Oh, man. See, I'm, I'm not as bummed about this one because I actually chose a song from Final Fantasy XI. Um, the day I got an Xbox 360 and internet access in my first apartment where I was able to get the internet, I ran out and bought Final Fantasy XI and I created a new character and I wanted my character to be a, a human-like character in their hometown. So I chose uh, the Republic of Bastok as my fourth pick, which is the town music from one of the three main capitals, because that's where you spend a lot of time in the game. And in the beginning of a game like that, if the music's not good, you're, you're not going to have as much fun. Matsu did work a little bit onto the Final Fantasy XI soundtrack. This particular song was composed by Kumi Tanioka. This was actually um, part of one of her first major composing roles. Um, she grew up wanting to perform and instead got kind of lured into composing and was chosen as one of the three composers to write Final Fantasy XI. So I, I would say if you had to really kickstart your career anywhere, then this was an amazing way to do it. Yeah, I'd say so. And it's a solid track. Like I, I had to double check to make sure this wasn't Uematsu because it does, it does have that classic kind of Final Fantasy feel to it. So, kudos to Kumi Tanioka for composing that track. All right, Metric, what do you have for us? So number four, number four definitive all time. Uh, we have answers from Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, I guess following our our online motif, and I guess one thing to keep in mind as this track is playing is this is what was played at the end of the 1.0 version which was basically garbage and they had to blow up the whole thing and start the game over and so this song played in the very last cutscene that original 1.0 players saw before the servers just died so as you're listening to it just keep in mind that the world is literally ending
that song plays and the screen cuts to black like that last line when she says thou must in one fleeting moment thou must live die and know you your character fades out of existence a huge plume of fire goes uh over the face of the guy who basically sort of saved you or like sent you away or made you disappear and then the screen goes black and that was it. You don't know. You don't really know what happened to your character. And then you just that can't point. play so that I, character anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was the end of 1.0. Like you were, you have no idea what, like, where they went. They just all fade out of existence. I will say the 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 lines in that song take on a, a really hilarious meaning knowing that the game was such a flop that they had to just scrap it completely, kill everybody, and be like, ah, here's another game. Uh, so I looked up to... Yeah, to, it to, was... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it, it was, I guess, impressive that they were willing to do that. And I think the way they ended things like that, if, if you have a chance, uh, anyone just go on YouTube and watch, like... Um, end of a, I think it's like end of an era and you can actually see like the cutscene, and you can see people watching because there was this moon like coming down uh to basically destroy the world so actual real players are just like sitting there watching this moon and just you know ba- basically saying goodbye to each other and you know see you on the other side not knowing when they get to talk again <laughs> I'm sorry uh Xander you were gonna say uh, I was gonna say I, I looked up to uh, to double check to make sure that that was a Nobu Imatsu compo- composition, and it was, uh, and it was performed by uh, Susan Calloway, who apparently Uematsu said that was his first and only choice to sing the song after her performance on the Distant Worlds music from Final Fantasy Tour, uh, and he also said that that uh, that piece is his favorite on the soundtrack. Oh, nice. Yep. So that leads uh, back over to my uh, my song pick. Uh, so we're at number three. Um, and my my pick here might actually surprise some folks, given my uh, my words on the game in the past. But my next song is from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, this is a song that consistently gets stuck in my head every time I think about it, um, and I will end up humming it for the rest of the day. We're going to take a look at Rufus's welcoming ceremony.
I love this track. <laughs> it's great. Super it's, catchy. That's not so even energetic. Like, yeah, it's not even like one of the most memorable songs from Final Fantasy VII, but it's the one that just, for whatever reason, like digs into my ear and just refuses to leave for a while. Uh, so that leads us to my number three pick. Uh, and this might surprise some folks, given my words for the game on the past, but I chose a song from Final Fantasy VII. Um, we're going to go with Dawn of the Slums from Final Fantasy VII as my number three pick. Yeah, that's right. Rhythm of Retro is my baby. I get preferential treatment. I get two songs because I couldn't decide between what Final Fantasy song I wanted. So here you go. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be a scumbag and like just surprise you with a bonus pick for myself, it was it couldn't be to anybody else's theme other than Don Corneo. <laughs> such a, a, a weird, quirky theme for such a problematic character. Yep. I just, and, and I, I've forgotten what necessarily takes place at that point of the game. I know it's something super sleazy. I just love that, like, that whimsical, like, do 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 That part, I love it. It's everything super sleazy. There, there's no something about it. It's, it's the sleaziest thing in any Final Fantasy game. I don't care how attractive Cloud was. Don Corneo can't be acting that way. This is he's the one villain that Craig doesn't like. That's true. Yeah, he's one of the very few villains that I just I can't get behind him. He's he just finally sweet. found one. Way too scummy. He's also a villain you can't let get behind you because you don't know how that's going to happen. That's enough out of you, Sander. <laughs> All right. Shut me up with your number three pick, Craig. Yeah. So I, I chose from Final Fantasy Tactics uh, a song which, uh, of course, was composed by, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Hitoshi Sakimoto and Masaharu Iwata. This is Battle on the Bridge, which is a song that is uh, kind of when things start to get a little bit more dramatic. Uh, your pal Delita is really revealing himself to, to be uh, not your best friend anymore. Also, Gafgarian is a jerk and betrays you. Let's give it a listen.
I love that theme so much. Like, seriously, how good is Tactics? <laughs> it's probably better than pretty much any other Final Fantasy ever. During that song, I was just <laughs> closing my eyes and reliving the battles and which dumb team I took into it every time. I'm not very good at Tactics. I never played it much. Well, you don't have to be good at it. You just throw rocks at people until you're strong enough to beat stuff. Yeah, we all make mistakes. It's okay. But I'll tell you what I did play. Johnny's next pick. Number three. Let's hear it. Number three. This was uh, this was almost going to be my number two, but I decided to, to switch it up last minute. And uh, it's, it's the second one we've heard from Mystic Quest because it was one of my favorite rentals. And uh, every good RPG needs good battle music. So I went with the, the Battle One theme. version of the song that i have here is a 30 minute extended version and on rhythm retro we generally listen to the entire version of the song so let's do it no i'm kidding (laughs) i'd be totally okay with that though because that is probably the greatest generic battle music i have ever heard in a game because that's not boss battle music that's just the battle music and it's so, so good. I think that everybody listening uh, who's played Mystic Quest, all of us here, all agree that Mystic Quest has no business having music this good. Yep, we've said it before, and we will say it, I'm sure, again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's unreal how good that music is compared to everything else about that game. Yes. That is proof that you could have one of the worst games ever and just have such a killer soundtrack that that's enough to drive you. Mm-hmm. There are Coliseum battles. I cleared entire maps just to keep hearing that song. All right, Matrick, you want to give us your number three pick? So number three, I went with Terra's theme from Final Fantasy VI. I had a really hard time picking a song from this game because I basically could have picked... Final Fantasy VI songs for all five easily. Um, but I think this one kind of uh, captures the mood of Final Fantasy VI almost perfectly. So uh, let's give that a listen. 
this long to get to final fantasy six music <laughs> yeah I, and so much of that soundtrack is just amazing and there's so many parts in that game like the overworld included i'll just sit on the overworld in that game or at least i would when i was a kid and just let that song play or locks theme just sit there at a scene where it's, it's playing and not move the text forward uh it really is probably one of the best video game soundtracks mm-hmm. i don't think there's a bad song in final fantasy six um, there are times that I would just stand there after recruiting characters just to listen to their songs. So um, that being the main overworld music is just phenomenally good. And that's an amazing pick. Absolutely. Well, before we get into all of our top two picks for each one of us, I want to take a quick second and listen to a word from one of our partners. Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow. I'm here to talk to you about Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming, gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who were there, and it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. Issues come out once every other month. Plus, a website full of even more razzle-dazzle, and it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit OldSchoolGamer.com and subscribe now. Whoa, boom all right, number two pick for me. I had a tough time deciding between what was going to be my number one and my number two. Uh, when I think back of all my favorite Final Fantasy songs, this one's constantly, uh, it's kind of overlooked, I think, but it's always been one of my favorites. I'm um, going with Final Fantasy V's Home Sweet Home.
Man, I love this song. <laughs> oh, it's great. I really like that one. Have you heard the, uh, I'm assuming the vocal version of it? Yep. Yep, of the, uh, what is it, the, the Generation N album? That sounds right. I'm not actually good with the, the albums. I'm like, oh, I just go into the Final Fantasy V folder and there's my... <laughs> there you go, yeah. I think there was, uh, like, they did a soundtrack of uh, hand-selected songs from the Nintendo generation of, uh, of Final Fantasy songs, and then they also did a genera- S generation where it was like Final Fantasy VII and beyond to represent the Sony generation. It was uh, Love Will Grow was the name of the collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also they they made like I think mu- like local stores like Meyer <laughs> randomly carried soundtracks for a while and this was one of the weird ones that was uh, there so it was a like kind of a compilation of a lot of those but yeah the the vocal version is also pretty great I love how it kind of switches between uh, English and then it's like it's not Japanese it's a, it's another language that just pops in but I it's a great version of the song as well Craig what's your number two pick what battle I... theme do we have coming from you next <laughs> good question. Uh, I have, from Final Fantasy VI, Battle to the Death, the uh, theme of fighting horrifying ancient monsters, gods, gods. Let's give it a listen. song play a little bit longer than i normally would because i love that last part (laughs) oh it's so great uh it's it's interesting because like a lot of the the battle musics in final fantasy 6 are kind of a little bit more rock Mm -hmm. and this one is scary like this is a theme that lets you know like whatever you're fighting means business yeah like atma weapon 
Ultima Weapon, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it, it was like the first big different boss fight, and you were still had so much game left to go. And I listened to that so much growing up because I died there so many times. <laughs> it was a tough fight for the first time going through. Such a good song, though. Absolutely. All right, Johnny, number two of all time. This one was actually not super hard to choose. Um, when I when I realized that it was its own song and thought of it that way, um, I was finally able to choose a Final Fantasy IV song. Uh, this one's really short, really simple, but it's very meaningful, and it's hard to not get choked up when I hear it. Uh, so we're going to listen to Edward's Harp. Johnny uh, talked to me quite a bit as he was trying to come up with his, his favorites. And he's like, man, I really, uh, Edward's loot, man. I really want to do that one, but I don't know if it's, if it's like the best. I was like, dude, it's a subjective list. These are songs that mean something to you. And like, that song, that song definitely does. You, you don't get to hear it many times when it's played, but every time it's a very emotional time that Edward is playing it. And for anyone that, doesn't know about Edward and all of the heartache and suffering that he goes through throughout the entire story he's involved in. It's just always such a, a quiet moment and him playing his heart out through that, through his harp. And then something crazy happens, be it something awesome or just a boss fight that he's not ready for with his love spirit coming to him. And it's all kinds of, I don't know, it's weird. I have a hot take when it comes to Edward. Oh, no. Easily the best character in Final Fantasy IV. I don't care if you like that Kane jumps. You know, what else who, you know who else who jumps? Everybody else in the world. You know who plays instruments? Hardly anybody else in the world. Edward is so much better and should have been in your final party instead of Kane. Just play the PSP version. You can make that happen. That's why I play the PSP version is to make that happen. <laughs> also, Edward doesn't try to steal your girlfriend. He, he's also True too friend. busy moping about his lost girlfriend. Better that than to steal your girlfriend. It's true. I love how you said Edward, like, Edward can hide. Half of his job is hiding. And I love that about him. He's not afraid to be a coward. I love how you mentioned it's like this song plays and like something crazy is going to happen. And I was, my immediately thought like something crazy happening in Final Fantasy four, the game where you deliver a bomb and murder an entire city. By mistake. (laughs) (laughs) By mistake, nothing. Kane knew what he was doing. (laughs) Kane was totally in on it. I can't wait for the, the, we hate Kane club episode. (laughs) Haven't we done that already? 
Didn't we cover Final Fantasy IV? Uh, there's, a, there's a difference between covering the game and having the <laughs> We Hate Kane Club episode where it's nothing but hating Kane and talking uh, about nothing else. There was a, uh, uh, a Game Shark uh, episode where we talked about games that we weren't huge fans of, that we had beefs with. Uh, and mine was Final Fantasy IV because of Kane. So I kind of talked about it, but I haven't talked about it enough. We'll stay, you guys stay in the in the, the Zoom chat. We'll do a State of the Zilla after this, all about how much we hate Kane. <laughs> <laughs> but like also loved him when we were young and dumb. All right. Uh, Metric, your number two pick is what I'm excited to listen to. Tell us about it. So for number two, we have Matoya's Cave, which is probably my favorite song from Final Fantasy One. Uh, it's just got like such a good energy to it, and uh, I'm excited to listen to it. that you could argue that Matoya's Cave is objectively the best Final Fantasy 1 song. I think that you could make that argument. You guys remember that. But, but I think we can all agree that it is the most uncave music that has ever been cave music, right? Yeah. I kind of agree with that. It's uh, so uncave, but I love it. I think, I think it's it fits unfair for... that that song has such a tiny, tiny part in the game that you literally only have to hear twice. And it's just, it's it's too good for what it is. You guys remember? Yeah, I think that's like my biggest knock is that you only hear it twice. There's only two places that it plays at. Do you guys remember more. when in the, uh, the NES music bracket, it got knocked out in the uh, semifinals? was robbed i was actually legitimately salty about that but i mean at least it, it lo- if it's gonna lose to anything it lost to the song that ended up winning the entire tournament which was yeah dr. that's fair dr wiley's theme or i became uh, jaded one. i don't know who won <laughs> it was Mega Man 2 dr wiley's stage one yeah it, it beat up a whole bunch right. of, but if it hadn't if it had lost or won that one it would have gone up against the moon from ducktales also a tough competitor. Yeah. And Matoya could have taken out the moon. Probably. Ah, let's not go that far. <laughs> that was all I'd before put my time the moon. and before my several votes at a time. <laughs> all right. So we are on to our number one picks, our favorite Final Fantasy songs, definitively of all time. And uh, I'm going to surprise everybody in my list of top five songs. I did not choose a Final Fantasy VI song. In the list of my top five, I didn't have 
a single battle song, I don't believe. Instead, uh, I went with my favorite song from Final Fantasy IX and might honestly, I mean, all kidding aside, might literally be my second favorite Final Fantasy song of all time because we're not counting Dancing Mad because obviously that's the best song ever written in the history of the world. Of course. Uh, Sleepless City Treno. can and have listened to that song for hours on end in the list of surprises for this episode this is the bottom of the list because i knew you were going to make this your favorite yep. i i i think that you can make this uh, a claim for this to be like objectively the best town theme in the final fantasy like it's such an amazing song and it keeps giving like the mm-hmm. song keeps going and it's not repetitive it just keeps like expanding and it's like Oh man, like this song's great, uh, but it's a pity. It's a town theme. And it's about to end, and but then it, it just keeps going. And I honestly, it's we played almost that song for almost three minutes, and I was like, "Have we looped through this song multiple times yet?" I kind of don't care, but like we didn't. <laughs> and what's crazy to me, I is like, like we were. Go ahead. I was gonna say I like it, you know, in our little chat we have going here, we were talking about how this song makes you kind of want to stumble around and drunk. 
a little bit. It just has like that like nice airy, uh, you know, kind of carefree feel to it. Yeah, it's got, it's got the eloquent like the, the main melody of the thing, but then there's also the kind of like uh, drunken, if you will, like boom, 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 boom through the whole back of it, like that kind of slow there's march. So much going on in that song, and at the same time, there's so much going on in that town in that game. So it it fits so so well. Yeah, there was a uh, I I physically own the uh, piano collections for Final Fantasy IX just because I wanted a piano cover of this song, even though that song's already a piano song. And I go back and forth on which version of the song I like most. So if you have a chance to to look up the piano version, or rather the piano collection soundtrack of Final Fantasy IX for uh, they call it Dark City Treno in that soundtrack, it's uh, I love that song. Uh, Craig, your number one pick. What battle theme do you have for us now? <laughs> uh, should i just play it xander just just play it all right here we go tell you the only beating going on there was of my heart that of course was the theme of love from final fantasy 4 uh i feel it might be about one of the most beautiful songs ever let alone out of a super nintendo and despite the fact that the writing for the romance in final fantasy 4 is not good is objectively not great Despite the fact that the character arcs of, of Cecil and Rosa peaks very early in the game, uh, I feel like that song makes their relationship so much more than it really is. Uh, I also uh, uh, was really uh, tempted to put the version, uh, I mean, cause there's, you know, the Celtic version, there's the piano version. Uh, but the the one from the DS remake, 
that wasn't in the American version. They stripped it out because, I don't know, Americans can't handle language that isn't English. Uh, the song Sukini Sukini Akari, uh, the which has Japanese vocals to that song, is gorgeous. I love that so much. But I thought the original version was just, you know, it had more of an impact on me, and that's why I chose that. I'm kind of blown away that your number one pick, uh, coming from such a cold and twisted and dark heart, <laughs> is a love song. That's the trick, Johnny. I legit the thought trick, we were doing a bit. The trick to being <laughs> I thought we were a sociopath. Doing a bit. <laughs> the trick to being a sociopath is that you sprinkle in bits of emotional intelligence to make people think, "Oh yeah, he's not a serial killer. Like, there's no way." He likes the theme of love. He can't be killing people. That's crazy. You've thought this through way too much. <laughs> or not enough, as this is recorded. I'm still not convinced that this is a bit. I'm, I'm waiting at any moment Dancing Mad is going to start playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, objectively, that is the best song from any Final Fantasy and maybe any video game ever. But, but I mean, this is a subjective list. And also, we don't have the 20 minutes needed for all of us to play Dancing Mad over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But we it's do true. have time for Johnny's number one pick. What do we have? Uh, this one, I, I think, I, I feel like this entire one's going to have to get played. And I don't even want to say the name of it or say what it is, because I want to watch how many of you try to sing along with it. Um, because uh, you, three of you at least, well, two of three of us at least, probably all of us have the lyrics memorized. So go ahead and uh, hit play, and I just want to kind of watch what happens. This will surprise nobody that this is a number one pick, by the way.
as much as I want to give Dancing Mad the top spot in my heart from Final Fantasy VI, nothing will ever take away the feeling I had the first, second, third, fourth, 50th time of playing through the opera scene in Final Fantasy VI. That, of course, is uh, Aria de Mezzo Carater from Final Fantasy VI, the opera scene. And uh, I'm going to share a story with you guys about this song. Uh, I've known, I know Craig the best out of the, out of the four of us here, but I've known Metric the longest. And this is a story about him. And by all means, if you remember the story as I'm starting to say it, and you're like, nah, don't tell, tell anybody this, feel free to come. Oh God, I know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) So excited now. Final Fantasy VI came out in 1994. We're eight and nine, you know, around that age. The opera scene is the most heartfelt, like, romantic thing we've ever seen in our lives, right? So, Metric, being the, the young, in-love man he was, uh, had, a, uh, had an affection for a young girl we went to school with. We all did, you know, and we, we would talk about it, whatever. And one day, we're, we're headed to the bus, right? We're in, I think we're in seventh grade at this point, so we've matured, right? We're no longer nine years old. We're like 11 or 12 and uh we're we're on our walk to the bus stop it's a long cold walk and he goes uh and Metric looks at me and goes you know i uh i like this girl a lot and i think i think i'm gonna give this to her and he hands me a sheet of paper and it's the lyrics to the opera did it and work I, and i look i just looked at it and i was like this dude's gonna get so laid <laughs> this is the most romantic thing i've ever heard of <laughs> And I don't recall if you ever actually gave it to her or not, but that that memory of like thinking like that's the most suave thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life has stuck with me all these years. You know, you know what's a fun addendum to that story? Craig was in the classroom when I gave it to that girl. Nice. <laughs> was when, it I, when I handed class? that to her, Craig was in that room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, with the hindsight of us all being in our mid thirties, and uh, I have to ask, did it did it go over like the lead balloon that we all expected to, or did, um, it, did it go over like Daryl? It, it was like an awkward middle. It was like an awkward middle ground where it didn't it didn't like sink like a rock, but it it didn't quite get where it needed to. <laughs> Which I I think it looking back is probably the best I could have hoped for. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's that's a memory I, I've for whatever reason, is always at the forefront of my mind. Like, man, that was so romantic. And as I got older, I was like, why did he do that? <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have nothing. Uh, what was a grand romantic gesture it was at the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, te- you know, of the things you could do as a teenager, uh, I think lifting romance lines from a video game is way better than a whole lot of stupid things you could have done that I've done, that I refuse to ever bring up again. So I think that it's not so bad. And let's face it, it was a middle school girl when we were young. There was no way she knew it was from a video game. I I was (laughs) just about to point that out. That is so, like, that's going to fly right under the radar. And uh, it's just going to come off as really romantic Mm -hmm. until the wedding and two kids in. (laughs) And you're showing one of the kids how to play the game. And then that scene comes up. I knew it. (laughs) 
Well, at that point, you just have to hope that she's invested enough that it's like, eh, whatever. And the entire relationship was built on lies. I uh, Really beautiful lies. <laughs> I just appreciate the fact that when I've uh, uh, streamed this game and recorded it for our YouTube channel for a long play, that uh, uh, the voice I had to sing for the opera was an incredibly gruff, like, heavy voice for Celeste because I thought it was funny at the time and then I had to do an opera with a voice like this. <laughs> that was amazing. Go watch that long play if you haven't seen it. Go go watch it. I've been meaning to and now I think I've just been motivated to. Uh, also, uh, there's a lot of versions of the opera uh, throughout different albums. My personal favorite is on, uh, it's kind of an obscure album, Orchestral Game Concert 4. Uh, Japan in the like mid nineties had done a bunch of concerts that got slapped onto albums. Uh, I think it was, it was done by the Japanese new Philharmonic uh, orchestra. And uh, I think on the fourth one is that opera and it's like 20 something minutes, but it's amazing. All right. So that leads us. I feel like I've heard that version. To our most experienced Final Fantasy player with his definitive number one Final Fantasy song of all time. Any so I'm the only one who knows everybody else's picks. And this is the only one that's not been unveiled yet. What are your what are your predictions, guys? Craig, what do you think is Matrix's number one song? And it, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll even give you partial credit if you can guess the game. Uh, I think that it's a fake out and we're going to listen to Dancing Mad for the next 20 minutes. Okay. Johnny? I don't, has he, what were his other submissions already? Because I, there have been so many songs we've gone over. So he had the, the boss theme from Final Fantasy XII, uh, the ending song from Final Fantasy XIV uh, 1.0, theme from Final Fantasy VI, and Matoya's Cave from Final Fantasy. I think that we're, I think we're going to get surprised with a Final Fantasy III song. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I'm. I'm just. Just same as we did for Craig and Johnny. We're just going to go into it, and uh, this is Matrix number one pick. Final Fantasy III, uh, The Crystal Tower. That love that you took the NES version, that you used the original 
version because it's so good. That was you know, easily the worst cover of Dancing Mad I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, Craig. Uh, no, that's an awesome song. Uh, but the Crystal Tower itself is a really like horrible dungeon, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's the song that led to like suicides in Japan and uh, <laughs> when that game came out. Because for anyone who doesn't know, it's a really long, probably like three-hour dungeon at the, like towards the end of the game with no save point. So you're just going through this whole thing and there are bosses that can like one shot your whole party if you're not leveled up enough. And so you can get like three hours, you know, two hours in and then your whole party wipes and then you're doing the whole thing over again. Especially in the days of the NES, uh, just like randomly crapping out on you. That sounds awful. It does. But the music's slick. Yeah, at least you've got nice music. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't mind, you know, if uh. If I have to go through the Crystal Tower a couple times, then uh, you know I can I can deal with that. But no, I think it's just a really good energetic song. Really fits like a final area. Um, so yeah, that's why I went with uh, number one. Cool. So that's our our top five from each one of us. Now we did agree as we were coming up with this list that we weren't going to throw in any Chocobo themes or main uh, main Final Fantasy themes, just because it would be a very repetitive and dull uh, rhythm of retro. But uh, for the sake of uh, just getting it out there, what is everybody's favorite version of the Chocobo theme song and the main theme song? I'll start with mine. Um, I'm pretty partial to Techno to Chocobo, but I think Mambo to Chocobo is the, uh, my, my all-time favorite. And then as far as the main theme goes, it should surprise nobody. I was the one who came up with the theme for The Legend of Retro, and I love the final fantasy 4 version of the main theme for final fantasy how about you craig yeah i I think you're you're spot on with the main theme the final fantasy 4 main theme is really great uh i i think that one is probably the best honestly though uh if you had allowed me to have chocobo themes and main themes in my list of five my list would not have changed i don't think uh i i like the chocobo themes you know, like the six is my favorite. Uh, but yeah, no, they're fine. I also like nine pretty well. Yeah, I was, was going to say a, a, a uh, honorable mention to ukulele Tokobo. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy uh, uh, nines as well, but they're, they're not my favorite themes. I, I typically, in Final Fantasies, when I have the opportunity to jump on a Chocobo and I don't have to, I don't usually bother. I usually just keep listening to the world map music, which I usually prefer, or uh, being able to get into battles and stuff. Totally fair. Johnny? Oh, I feel bad because everything I would have said was already said. Uh, the Final Fantasy IV, is, it, it was my first Final Fantasy. There are so many memories there. Um, I specifically remember streaming that and having you jump into my stream right around that music kicking in just so you were... Uh, we're ready to, to start commenting on it. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a lot of fun. As far as Chocobo music though, it's, it's really hard because they're all so good in their own right. Even if you go back to the first time you hear Chocobo music in Final Fantasy II, um, it's always carried through. But uh, Ukulele to Chocobo is the one that really stands out as being just so different that I love it. Magic? So for Chocobo, I think I'd have to go Mambo de Chocobo. Um, for Final Fantasy, the main theme, 
Uh, Final Fantasy 2. Oh, wait, it's not in that game for some reason. Uh, um, If I had to go with the objective best, I think Final Fantasy 12 is the best, but my favorite is actually Final Fantasy 3. Fair enough. 3 had a good one. Three. I really wish we had gotten three because I feel like that game would have blown our minds at the time. I think that's why we didn't get it. <laughs> There's a lot. It was of depth too good to for game. us. If we would have gotten Final Fantasy three, we would have never gotten Final Fantasy three. I mean six. <laughs> Wait, of course we would. Yes. And it would have been Final Fantasy job. four, and yeah. Yeah, how would, man, I cannot wait till Chops hears this part of this. <laughs> He's not going to listen, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, We're calling that, you out, Chops. Uh, you don't have, he's not going to hear you call him out. He doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> if he's not on the episode, and now we'll he know. does not listen. No, we know. I've been doing the show for four years. I know he doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, if it's any consolation, even if he was here, he wouldn't remember after a few days anyway. It's true. All right, so we've gone through our, our our subjective top five Final Fantasy songs of all time. We've we've given you our favorite Chocobo themes. We've given you our favorite main themes. We're not going li- to make you listen to Dancing Mad again, but if you do want to go back and listen to our Final Fantasy VI episode, you can listen to it in its entirety. Um, jump in the Discord. Let us know if we've left any of your favorite songs out, which I promise you we did, and we're not sorry. But feel free to let us know your opinions, I guess. Direct them directly to that brick wall over there. Any, uh, any parting thoughts before we, uh, we wrap up this extremely long episode? Real quick, real fast, special thanks to all our patrons. Uh, if you're interested in supporting the show, if you go to GameZilla Media or patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, uh, you can support the show for as little as $1. $5 gets you access to a lot more bonus episodes. Means the world to us for all of our supporters. I just want to say... Uh... Thank you guys for having me and uh, for anyone who's, who's listened to the whole episode so far, kudos to you. We appreciate that. Metric, what's your YouTube channel all about? Oh, so I have a YouTube channel, uh, Matrick on stage, M-A-T-R-I-K. I do let's plays. I do reviews. Um, I actually recently did Dragon Quest one, uh, like a retrospective review, um, I'm actually going to be working on Final Fantasy VI Brave New World, which is a like difficulty mod. So probably by the time this goes up, I might be either starting that or about to start that. So uh, consider checking that out. Nice. Johnny, what do you have going on on Twitch? Uh, Twitch TV slash Johnny X Riot. And thanks to this episode, I think I'm probably going to dive back into my Final Fantasies. I started going a little bit out of order, but I'm going to have to knock out five now and go back and probably play a better version of two than the Nintendo. Um, but I'm definitely gonna play the NES version of three when I get there, thanks to this. So, uh, but thanks a ton for having me on here. This was a blast. I've been listening to Legend of Retro for just over a year now, and it's kind of crazy to realize it's been that long. Well, we're so glad you guys could make it out. Craig, as always, it's a pleasure to have you here. Oh, you got, uh, you got something you wanna say? No? No, no, we're good. Good. I'm glad I uh, I stopped then. Well, it's a pleasure having you all out uh, and listening. Craig, you got something to say? <laughs> <I'm just laughs> when the legend continues, I'm number two, Johnny's number three, Matrix's number four. Right, yeah, so we have to say it like that because uh, Zoom will cut it out. So just go in that, in that same order. 
Well, it's a pleasure having you guys here for this episode. Uh, thanks for opening my eyes to a whole new world of Final Fantasy music I've never heard before. Uh, a lot of good tracks. I should probably go and play some of those games. Probably won't, but I'll at least listen to the soundtrack. Uh, so that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the Legend of Retro Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and supporting and all the other things. We will catch you next time when the, the legend, legend continues. continues.